Lynn Pierce is an award-winning designer, event stylist, lifestyle blogger, and all-around style guru. She believes that style can be found in the simplest of things and is what turns the mundane into the extraordinary. Sam Feldman is a entrepreneur who wears red lipstick to the grocery store and a cocktail dress to the hardware store. Sam's a 30-something-year-old with over 20 years of party planning experience. And yeah, you heard that right. She believes every day is a cause for celebration. Together, they are the Soul Style Project. Join the stylish mom and daughter duo each week as they journey through topics of self-discovery and creativity, helping their listeners live up to their true potential and most stylish selves. You are listening to episode 10 of The Soul Style Project. I am your host, Lynn Pierce, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host, Sam Feldman. Hello, number 10. Number 10. Woo! We made it. We made it to 10, and we have a very special guest today. Yes. We will get to her in a moment, but we are going to be talking about connecting with your inner child because that is so important to us we believe in order to lead a creative authentic life you have to be able to do that but before we get to that let me tell you about our guest she's an actress a singer producer writer director as well as a real estate agent and she manages her family's roofing business wow I don't know how she has the time to be here with us today, but I'm so glad she is. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to introduce Patty Strotman. Aw, wow. That was an awesome introduction. Thank you well, so much. All true. Oh, wow. All true. We're so happy you're here today. I did get the memo from your handlers that we needed to have <laughs> wine and charcuterie. So I hope... This is probably I, our best episode I yet. Hope, I hope this is to your liking. You know, the only thing's missing is the green M&M's, but we're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. good. So I'm going to talk to your handwriter. <laughs> and the bottle of wine is what you gave me for my birthday. So I figured it's probably the best bottle I have in my house. So I thought I would share with oh, you. Oh, that's about a $50 bottle of wine. So See, told you. All right. Yeah. Tastes like it. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Speaking of introductions. Yes. We also brought Patty here because she is the voice behind the Soul Style Project introduction that you jam out to every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our number one question to date of all 10 episodes, or rather nine. We, we get a lot of questions, <laughs> get as so you might guess. <laughs> is, who does your intro? Did you hire a company? Who put, to, who put that together for you? And this is her. This is me. And I, I, you know, I was so flattered when you you called and you asked if I would do that. And I it was a blast. I couldn't think of anyone else I could afford. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, no. I knew you would knock it out of the park. And you did. It Nailed was, it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. So many compliments. That's probably the first compliment we get is... Yeah. Your introduction is yeah. so professional. I know I really, really wanted to do, you know, a uh, Marge Simpson. I know you did. But I, but I, we, can we do a little Marge Simpson right now? Land here. <laughs> and her daughter, Samantha. Well, they're great girls. That's all. For our next podcast, I'm going to have you do Marge. Okay. Yeah. Marge intro. <laughs> okay. So let's get serious for a minute. Okay. We're not going to get serious. Don't um, call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> so I want to talk about this, this connecting with our inner child, because you're an actress, whether you admit it or not. And I really feel like when you're performing, that's kind of what you do. You go back to being a kid. Right. And I want to know for you, did you always want to be a performer? Do you always remember being a performer? How did that kind of start for you? I always wanted to, I, I was really into imitating. Mm. Like Elvis, I could do Elvis when I was a kid. You know, the whole, I had a guitar, I'd do the whole, you know, the legs and everything. And and then it went to watching uh, Carol Burnett uh, yeah. and those skits. And so the kids in the neighborhood and my siblings, my sisters, we would set up the stage in the backyard. <laughs> we would hang the blankets as curtains. I love it. And we would do like a, we'd put on the record player and have a song and then we would act it out. We wanted to get the local news over to highlight the special performance we did and we would give all the money to charity. And did they ever come? Well, we never called. <laughs> Because we were just, you know, kids and we right. didn't know. You didn't know how to make that happen. We didn't know how to make that phone call happen, no. But, um, no, it was, it was, uh, it, it was always there. We would put on these huge Halloween, uh, haunted houses. Oh, yeah. And a friend of our, in the neighborhood kids' garage. And, you know, it was spectacular. So, yeah, we'd always charge a nickel to get in. Sure. Yeah. So, we made about, I don't know, $1.35 that day. <laughs> We were going places, man. <laughs> That's awesome. And how about your singing? Do, do you have other musical family members? Um, not really. I no. mean, we'll all belt out a song or two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in high school, my sister and I would be in my little Volkswagen bug singing New York, New York. And, but, you know, that was about it. There was yeah. nothing that... None of, no, none of us yeah. really stood out. My other sisters are kind of shy, mm. and my brothers are kind of shy, but you get us all together, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a nutty... I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, there's there's eight of us, and we're all still pretty close, and yeah, it's just one of those things. There's a safe space. We can act like idiots and do funny things together and you know it's it's so you were born to be the star of the family well i let's just put this way i was born to put together stars i think i am i am the create creator of making a star happen i guess you'd say i don't see myself as the person on the stage i'd rather be the person creating building the stage and putting all which is all part of being creative. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say I think that's that story is so fun, and I am sad that we weren't at those Halloween. Oh, they were awesome. ha- I, I have nipples our in my purse. I need to go. You know, <laughs> we have the spaghetti. And you just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah I awesome. mean, of course, mom had some haunted ha- mansions sure. like that as well. But um, I think that's it's so fun. Those memories of siblings, and you said. It's a safe space. Yes. And that's what creativity often feels like. It's not a safe space Mm -hmm. because you put so many rules on yourself. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, being a performer, it always makes it seem like you have to be center of the stage when you're really more of the creator and putting them all together. And that's super important, too, when it comes to creativity. Mm -hmm. So I love that you you Mm -hmm. put that in there as well. And and that was another thing, you know, um, when I mean, I'm jumping the gun here, but 
When I'm directing, I make sure that these kids, or adults, anyone, teenagers, I they're on stage and we're just playing out, you know, just trying things. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. I don't want them to feel like they're going to get laughed at. Mm-hmm. And because the next person's going to have to get up and do something fun too. And so we found that if you create this space where we're all laughing together and it's just, they're laughing with you, not at you. Yeah. All of a sudden there's confidence building Mm -hmm. and they walk out of there a little taller and a little, yeah. yeah, It's just, I've seen that over and over again. Mm -hmm. So you were a kid, you love performing with your family and then you thought I'm going to pursue this. And get an education. Yeah, well, I, I went to, uh, in high school, I was in a lot of the drama play. We never did any musicals. Hmm. And they were like Noel Cowards waiting in the wings. Oh. <laughs> yes, I was, I was the 82-year-old. <laughs> and uh, so there was always an ensemble. And so I was just part of the ensemble, and which was great. It was fun. It was safe for me because I had... I, did, I don't know how to act. I really don't. I can imitate people, but I cannot act. So I, that was fun until I got out of high school and I started to go. I went to college mm-hmm. my first semester and I was going to audition for Our Town. And <laughs> yeah. my best friend came with me and I'm watching all these actors and actresses get up there and they are knocking it out of the park. Like, okay, I'm gonna knock this out of the park. And I get up there and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I look, I just felt so stupid. And I'm going through the motions and I just just shrinked inside. And I got off stage and I walked over to my best friend and she said, So what else did you want to do in college? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> said okay that's all I needed so thank you because that was the one of the worst experiences of my life mm-hmm. because my I had stage fright I didn't realize mm-hmm. I had this crippling stage fright and which I would never know that no. about you oh, I mean like right now I feel like my my cheeks are red because <laughs> no, I <would> never know. <laughs> and so I just dismissed it and mm-hmm. actually it was so debilitating that I just went you know I don't even want to go to college Wow. Yeah. So I took you know, a gap year of mm-hmm. like five. <laughs> I took a gap five. Half, half a decade. <laughs> gap year. And, um, and then I had to rethink what I really love because I had to pick a major. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're doing in, in school, you're going to have to do a lot of. So I really, I really like theater. I'm going to try it again. And... I went back to school and it was about the production. That's mm. what I liked. I yeah. liked creating it, watching it put get put all together. I loved being with the cast and the crew and the orchestra and all the designers, the sound, lighting, uh, the director, the choreographer, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was the one that decided, okay, this is how we're going to do this. I'm going to put meetings together. Oops, sorry. And, um, and it was just one of those things where I found my calling. That was it. And that's a good lesson, too, going back to that, that was your passion, mm-hmm. and you didn't let that one experience cripple you and, mm-hmm. and keep you away from doing what you really love. Right, right. right. 
And you found the part of what was truly driving your passion. Because again, I think sometimes we think our passion looks like one thing, Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be. If it's your passion, it needs to be individual to you. Right. So it's so special that you found exactly what that was. It was. It was one of those moments where um, I was watching, I was in the audience watching a production of Guys and Dolls. And I didn't sit there thinking, I want to be on stage. I was thinking, I really want to work with these people. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I want to do whatever it is to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And it's funny, you know, with my childhood experience, my sister, Rosanna, my older sister, she did a lot of, um, Productions in high school, okay. but they were all musical. It was cabaret and hooray for Hollywood and all these fun gypsy. So we used to make her costumes, and it was so much fun. And then one production, they needed kids, so we got to all be in it. And that I think really was got that was the bug. Kind of sealed mm-hmm. the deal. Yeah, I just recalled that right now, and was like, thank you, Roseanne. <laughs> Thanks, Roseanne. Yeah. Oh, gypsy costumes. Oh, I know. Oh, what a show to she work played, on costumes. She played Mazeppa. Mazetta? She was a trumpet. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can come. You can come. You can come. That was my sis. Awesome. Oh, I yeah. love that. Um, let's, so we've already kind of alluded to it, but I want to talk about Summertime Players, Ooh. which is essentially what you were doing with your siblings. Yes. But fast forward to now. Um, so I'll loosely describe it and then I'll let you okay. talk about where it came from. So it's a show that Patty put together that started with family and grew into family and friends and friends of friends. And this last year, we did it in a theater, mm-hmm. a real live theater. Amazing. Um, and it's just a production of little skits and songs. And it is, my son has been in it three times, I think. I think so, yeah. so half of his life, <laughs> he has been a summertime player. <laughs> and you talk about the confidence that you like to give people. And I've seen that. Mm-hmm. happen with him so we, I want to talk a little bit about are your experiences from that we've all been it mom has been a super MC I think most of the yep yeah of the summertime player productions um but where did that come from where did it get the resurgence from your childhood mm-hmm. productions yeah. to coming back to the summertime players well um af- after college I I taught uh musical theater at a private school and we did Annie and Sound of Music and Bye Bye Birdie. And I just loved being around the kids. And it, from there, I did the Martin Luther King Project. And I was around lots of, oh my gosh, the most amazing performers. And these, some of these people were, they'd never been on stage, but you give them a role and you just see them mm-hmm. just shine. And it was like, wow, this is okay, this is what I really want to do. And then I worked at Music Circus. So then I got a training that was, this is how you get it done. Deadlines, timelines, everything was professional. And so that's where I really learned my work ethic on getting things done before opening night. Mm -hmm. But um, it really came about at my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And we were gonna throw them a huge party And we decided, you know what, let's throw in some little, you know, numbers. So I got all my siblings and a few of my nieces and nephews to do um, summer nights, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we all were dancing and singing to the music, 
you know, it was all lip sync. But, and then I had the little nieces and nephews doing um, It's a Hard Knock Life. Yes. And, and it was all put in a kind of a script about them and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, it was a huge hit. Everybody in the family had a great time. And fast forward 10 years later, my mom turns 80 and all of a sudden, now it's her 80th, we gotta do something. So we throw together a few little numbers. And the year after that, it was like, you know what, we can do this. Let's just, there's just too many of us to, that want to have fun. Mm -hmm. We love being around each other. The nieces, some of the nieces and the nephews didn't really even know each other, they're cousins. Mm -hmm. And my, that was one thing my mom always wanted was all the cousins to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this is a perfect thing to do. Let's just put together a few skits from an old Carol Burnett show or an old Tracy Ullman show, or we'll just make one up and blah, blah, blah. And so that's where the first one came and we built a stage in my sister's backyard and and just kind of started growing and honestly, Yeah, from that first, when you look back from videos mm -hmm. of the very first one and every year it just got bigger and better and more elaborate. Mm -hmm. um, and I have seen the kids who started with it, who year after year just more and more confidence and mm -hmm. what it did for them oh, yeah. as humans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just going to take them so far in life. Oh, yeah. There's uh, one, my niece's daughter, she, um, Kylie was maybe four or five years old at the time. She wouldn't let Amber, her mother, go when mm -hmm. she come to rehearsal. Her older brother was in the show and he was just having a great time. But Kylie was like, mm -mm. until we just started having some fun on stage and she kind of inched her way onto the stage and from then on it was now she's the lead mm -hmm. in the high school plays and, and it started there she you gave her the bug that you yeah. got and from she's even done her own shows and the talent shows she's put together little skits and well and it started as mainly kids mm -hmm. but it has grown into quite oh yeah an adult mm -hmm. ensemble oh, as yeah. well and these are adults who never did theater mm -hmm. or any kind of acting and i i can tell you firsthand because i've been in it it does bring out the kid in you mm -hmm. and it's so much fun yeah it's so much fun and it's also well, we talked about confidence booster in kids but it's a confidence booster for the adults too because you do have to get over a big hurdle of fear when it's something that you've yeah. never done before mm -hmm. and you're an established baked human and then now you're doing this <laughs> brand new thing but when you talk about it too i the last one i had was on these business trips remember right at the end and we were putting oh, the show yeah. together and i was at dinners and i was like yeah I'm flying back early on this day because I'm in this show and the whole table looked at me and said you're in a show <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I yes and I explained what it was and they were like that's so cool and I even at the table I got a little you know up and just felt so proud to you're be a actor. part of yeah I'm an actor I'm a performer but felt so proud to be a part of that wow. unique Thing. And that was a neat part. Um, just actually, let's just take last year's mm -hmm. performance. Um, I think we only had maybe eight or nine kids in it mm -hmm. and 25 adults. <laughs> <laughs> and what we did was we just took these different skits and I would rehearse with four adults here and six adults here mm -hmm. and maybe eight adults. And mm -hmm. we then we'd put them all 
together. And a lot of you guys didn't even know what the other sh- skits were. Yeah. Right. Until we put them all together. Yeah. And that's why we called it the best darn variety show ever. And it was. It was. And th- But that was another thing. These adults that never, ever were on stage, they hated public speaking. And all of a sudden, they had this safe space mm-hmm. to roll out a line, even if they didn't. They weren't comfortable saying the line. I would say, hey, say it like this. And then they'd say it like that. Mm-hmm. And then it felt like, oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And they'd get a laugh. And then yeah. once well, you get that laugh. Oh, yeah. Once you get the laugh, it's that's where the bug gets you. Yeah. yeah. And like you feed off the kids, too. I'm thinking of the skit that Jack was in with mm-hmm. all of the kids and, and the adult men. And the adult men were so, I mean, they were supposed to be in the skit. But in life, they were scared of these kids. <laughs> were nailing their lines first rehearsal oh yeah nailing their lines yes the kids knew them better than the adults and honestly I think it just goes back to what we're talking about connecting with your inner child they're so fearless in just being silly Mm -hmm. because they don't care mm-hmm. right what the uh, about getting judgment from people or they're just having so much fun and if we as adults can get rid of that oh my gosh what's someone gonna think and just mm-hmm. do it because it's silly and funny and who cares if we could all just get to that place that would be amazing yeah I, there's uh, another niece Madeline she so super shy and just very interesting but you give her a script and she is out there and she is, it's just, she's a giant on stage. Yeah. And then she's quieting when she leaves the stage. Yeah. But it's just amazing how they connect to a character mm-hmm. and then they just become that character. Mm-hmm. And it is so much fun to see who they are in real life mm-hmm. and then who they become on stage and then who they go back to. <laughs> I have another niece who, after all this time, she's like, you know what? I'm going to start my own production company. Her dad's got a barn. She, I know. That's amazing. And some, yeah. So now she's doing, she did Mary Poppins. She's done, uh, what was the other one? Oh, God. I mean, it, she, she's just all over the place. And it's just, it's so cool. And the thing is, whether they go into acting as a career or just anything, mm-hmm. it's such a valuable skill. To be mm-hmm. able to get up in front of people oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. talk. And uh, that's the number one fear, right? Yeah. Public mm-hmm. speaking. I mean, that is, isn't that funny? You would rather die because dying is like number seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> then get up and say hi. <laughs> yeah, how you doing? <laughs> What's the most surprising thing that's come from summertime players Mm. or from just from all of these creative outlets that you have now you know it's it's just fun to see like your son jack he this personality that comes out (laughs) and it's all about and not just jack but a lot of them they just they give their line and they get a laugh and then it's like hmm that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they're out on stage and they're razzle-dazzling the audience. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the kids. It's it's some of these older adults. We had a few older ladies, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years back who got their first laugh and then they handed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look out night two. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just fun to see, you know, you know, these could have been the dreams of 
their, you know, when they were younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they get to relive something that, or maybe just live something they've never done before mm-hmm. because they were too afraid. They maybe they never had an opportunity. And it's really fun and surprising to see what becomes of a person when you give them just a little safe space mm-hmm. to do something extraordinary. It's just kind of fun. And you give that to them. And that's mm-hmm. got to be really rewarding it for is. you. It is. It's really fun. And, you know, like this year, I, I, with all this COVID stuff, you, nobody can get together. Yeah. So who knows if we'll ever, you know. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Get together. What Do you have a favorite memory from the show? Um, there are a few. We w- One year, and um, this is, unfortunately, this was the... We did a Christmas mm-hmm. production, and you weren't there. Your mother just passed away. Yeah, and um, so we, you know, the show goes on, of course. But um, it was in a banquet room, and we put up three Christmas trees, and we had the silliest. I mean, they were dumb. <laughs> We're putting, they're kind of edgy. The kids don't really understand what they're saying, but the adults get it. It's fun for the adults and the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a good Disney movie where they throw in just (laughs) enough adult humor. (laughs) And the kids get the laugh. They don't know why anyone's laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that year was pretty fun because we had one night to put everything in this banquet hall and build kind of a stage. And it was actually kind of three stages. And the sets were incredible. And the props were incredible. And we built everything at my, (laughs) the roofing company's warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) And all the rehearsals were going on there in the warehouse during, you know, business hours. (laughs) Thanks, Summit Roofing. (laughs) (laughs) If you need a roof. but it was it was so much fun and my all my brothers were helping build this stuff i mean they got into it too Mm -hmm. that's the most surprising and the most fulfilling part yeah all my sisters and my brothers came together Mm -hmm. and we just have so much we forget sometimes how much fun we have together and how much we have in common and it really brought the family together and i think that's one of the one of the best memories i have i think it's infectious too Mm because non as a non-family person, I don't feel non-family when we're there. Oh, no. It's, it does very much feel like a family affair, but it doesn't feel like your brothers and sisters are doing something to help you. I mean, they are, but they get just as much reward and fulfillment out of it as I well. I so. Which is, I think, what makes it so infectious for everyone else. And I think the kids are so proud of being a part oh. of this. And last production that we did in the theater... I invited friends who had never seen any of that. I did, them. too. And they came and, they, you know, I don't know what they were expecting, mm-hmm. but they were like, what? <laughs> that was amazing. I wasn't expecting that level. Yeah. It was really cool. And it's kind of fun because, you know, it's a variety show. So I try to put together 10 to 12 skits. And my main rule is nothing over six weeks, six minutes. <laughs> Good roll. Yeah. You can't get bored. Yeah. And I've taken out most of the singing because, 
and providing alcohol at intermission. Yes, also that is a, a must. That was a good yeah, one. It was a must. Um, but like even the last the rehearsal, we um, we wrote a script together, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun getting together on like a Thursday night, having wine, having. Appetizers. I was going to say that's my favorite memory. Mm-hmm. It's one is of mine. Getting together and writing silly ridiculous scripts over a bottle of wine yeah 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 that was fun that was a good time all right we'll do it again yeah i hope yeah all right so i'm gonna ask you one last question um and i like to know this because i think everybody possesses a superpower Mm. and you know when we're kids we're superheroes and we can do anything right so connecting with your inner child what would you say your superpower is? Uh, I think I, I, I was giving this a lot of thought. And the thing that I feel I bring to the table better than other people, mm-hmm. my superpower yeah. is I can bring a hundred people together mm-hmm. and I can make something beautiful happen. And if it's, all I have to do is listen to these people and find out what they really want on stage or in life or whatever it is. And I believe I can make that happen for them. Maybe not 100, maybe 50. Uh, <laughs> I think at least 99. Maybe. At least. at least. But I feel like I can make, if you need something done, I can get that done for you. Yeah. No, I've seen you in action. I, mm-hmm. that. One hundred percent. That is your superpower. Good so one. I, I do have one quote I would I would like to share. Please do. This is by the playwright George Bernard Shaw, and he says, "We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing." <sighs> so I'm gonna raise my good. glass. Yeah. Do that. Clink right is. over the clink. Oh, it's with that plastic. Glass. <laughs> no. We were afraid. We were afraid oh. we would we would knock it over. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, Patty, for being here. We're gonna end it with our soul style discovery of the week. Mm-hmm. Sam's gonna tell you a little bit more about that. Yes. So being inspired by Patty and the summertime players and just and kind of what you just said about putting people together and your own journey of being a producer and a creator really all of that comes from allowing your time yourself time and space to play so we want to encourage everyone to play and we have a game for our soul stylists i think that's what we we went with our soul stylist so our soul stylist we've put together a game for you we're calling it our soul style bingo and we will be giving you activities to spark creativity. So they might be things to do with your hands, like um, watercolor painting, playing with Play-Doh. Um, they might be things to do for your mind. So there might be some mindful meditation um, or some prompts to, to think. They might be a doodle a day, because you know we love our doodles, or something with the body, um, charades, acting, Fun. playing. And there is a grand prize. So to win the prize, you need to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you get a bingo, so if you fill out a line, you will get an entry into the grand prize. And if you get a blackout, so if you do all of our activities, you will get five entries 
to win a soul styling of your choice. So somewhere in your life, could it be your home space? It could be your wardrobe. It could be a branding like we did for Brianna's episode. Um, We will help you to soul style. How fun. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really fun. I hope we get lots of people to play along. Yeah. I'm going to play just for the fun of it. Me too. And so, oh, me too. I forgot that. Me too. <laughs> so post a picture when you do get your bingo. Yes. Um, we want to see the activities that you were doing. And we'd love to get pictures of you doing the activities too. Um, and you'll hashtag it soul style bingo. Yeah. And I will have That's all cute. the rules and information in the show notes on our website. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to write it all down now. Just go to our website and you will get all the information. Yes. All right. Patty, thank you, my friend. I, can I ask one favor? Yes. Can Can we close it with what I do to uh, when I leave the theater every night? Can, there's oh, please. Just one little song from, remember the Carol Burnett show when she yes. sing that, that exit song? Please do. Can, can you... Girls, sing it with me, though. I think I do not know. <laughs> you'll know it. You'll know oh, okay. it. If you, right. if you recognize it, sing along. Okay. Right, here we go. I'm so glad we had this time together Just to have a laugh or sing a song Seems like just gets the- <laughs> <laughs> It's time to say so long Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, I love it. See you next week. <laughs> We'd like to thank our very special guest, Patty Strotman, for joining us today. I loved hearing about her journey from childhood performer to battling crippling stage fright and then discovering her true passion lied in the creation of shows, not actually acting in them. And be sure to head to our website, soulstyleproject.com, for all the info on our Soul Style Bingo game and how you can enter to win a Soul Style makeover of your choice. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, remember, when the soul finds its style, life is gorgeous.